gold Where the fire serve cold But the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow The bulls keep it running, the socks run the south The cubs run the north, but the bears run the house Two Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street Any team make a move and they never skip a beat And in this house, this is where we be Welcome to the show with E-Rock and Big Z Welcome, 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 welcome to Chicago. Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. What's up, Z? <laughs> no, we're not going to do that again. <laughs> what up, y'all? What up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. Episode 89 okay. is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Get your official TCSF shirts now. As always, I am Big Z, and in for my boy E-Rock is the one and only Mike Logic. hey yo! What up, Z? What up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. If you are a first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listening choice. Excuse me, on your listening app of your choice. You can find us on Facebook at True Chicago Fans. You can follow us on Twitter at True Shy Fans and on IG at True Chicago Sports Fans. Don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm, True Chicago Sports Fans. Go on over there and click on support, and you can subscribe for as low as 99 cents a month. Do you like the show? Are you a fan? Yep. Tell your friends, and they'll tell their friends, and we can all be friends. That's right. D, how, how was your week? Man, my week was pretty good. Enjoying the last days of my spring break. I spent it kind of like uh, either nice. home or at the bar or bowling but um it's back to work for me and the countdown begins until summer break baby this week i was able to go to monday night raw with my boy jesse we had a blast we try to go at least to one or two shows a year and because of COVID, we haven't been able to do that we've been like missing one can't go with the other one couldn't go uh so it was a good time bowling yes i did bowl this week i actually bowled three times this week uh but your boy needed practice because he's got a new bowling ball and uh this week our team swept and uh, you had a couple good games, so um, it's, it's really exciting. Mike, how was your week? My week was uh, short. Here we are. It's uh, <laughs> Sunday. We're recording again. It's Sunday. Um, let's see. Oh, there's something going on in basketball. Oh, the NCAA tournament. Yes. The only time I really watched the NCAA is during March Madness. And it's been, it's definitely been one for the books. It's been a lot of fun. A lot of uh, lower seed teams. Played really well this tournament and took out a lot of the big dogs. So um, I, I just have fun watching the NCAA and, and some Bulls. It's not always been fun with the Bulls, but we'll, we'll get into that later. Yeah, we'll get into the Bulls a little later. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's been a bracket busting NCAA tournament. It's one of the one for the books, like you said. The the brackets were busted within the first I don't know a couple hours with with all these yeah. big dogs going down. That's crazy, man. And that's what I like, uh, especially when I don't have a dog in the fight, so to speak. I like rooting for the underdog. So, St. Peter's, keep doing your thing. Yeah, they won the other day, and it was actually Day of the Peacock on Friday. 
it was Peacock Day on Friday for some reason. I just I, it, they came up on Google, and um, I should have put put the house on on them to win. And of course, since I've been taking nothing but L's on my betting app, I did not do that. You know their coach, uh, Coach Holloway. He was a uh, he was an All American same year Kobe Bryant was. Guess who won that All American uh, MVP? Kobe Bryant. It wasn't Kobe. It wasn't Kobe. <laughs> it was Holloway. Oh Bean shit! Holloway. Oh shit! So. There's a little fun fact for the day. There you go. Spitting knowledge. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, spring is here. and Maybe you need a fresh start. So let me tell you about a great opportunity with our friends over at ACSI. With over 50 expert technicians in the Chicagoland area, ACSI offers a one-stop shop for telecom wiring. Whether residential, cable installation, fiber to the home, or commercial structured cable wiring, ACSI is a proud partner of Comcast and is sound powered by RCN. Fans, let me tell you, the most impressive thing about ACSI, the ACSI crew did their thing during the COVID-19 pandemic, and ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. The best part is the ACSI has grown bigger and better than ever. ACSI is now hiring for field sales, technicians, and project managers. Check out ACSI.tech. That's ACSI.tech. And click on careers to apply today. ACSI is an equal opportunity employer. Go yeah. get you a job, baby. So uh, this week we go around the loop and catch up with our local teams. And this week in the bottom line, we talk about who's the biggest letdown currently in Chicago sports. All that plus stirring the pot and what you looking at. But first, this is the big three with Big Z. Thanks, Mike. I'm Big Z, and you're not. Now for today's stories. Story number one. Duke has secured a trip to the Final Four with the 78-69 victory this past Saturday night with the uh, when the chants commenced, we want six. We want six. It was the Blue Devils fans, and here's what they want. A sixth national championship for the legendary Duke basketball coach K before his fi- his farewell tour ends. So, because we're talking about basketball and you're the basketball head, I had to put this story in. This is they're they're going for their sixth national championship, and I think it was like the 16th time they've been in the Final Four. This is his farewell farewell tour, and this is not a very talented team that started at the beginning of the year and, and they struggled getting into the tournament. And look where they're at now. Yeah, and I think they have they have a very good shot at winning this whole thing. And I'll tell you what, um, that Bancaro uh, player they have, Paolo okay. Bancaro, mm-hmm. he's going to be a, a very good NBA player. I could just tell. I mean, he, he looks like he already has an NBA uh, physique. Mm-hmm. He, he he can uh, he can take the ball to the basket. He can shoot a little bit. I I do I definitely think Duke has a has a shot here to win this whole thing. Because I don't think any team is overly impressive, like where, where you're like, yeah, that that that's the uh, that's the clear cut winner right there. I think there's a lot of doubt on who it is that that's gonna win this whole thing. So I I think Coach K definitely has a a chance for sure. So as we're recording, we still have Miami versus Kansas, St. Peter versus uh, North Carolina, um, North Carolina and St. Peter winner of that is going to face duke in the final four and then you got kansas and my uh, miami of florida uh, which will play vanilla vanilla 
Villanova. Jesus, Villanova? I, yeah, Villanova. I can't believe they're still in there. Um, Jay Wright and Villanova. <laughs> he's just a, he's just a good coach. I mean, he, he's constantly... His team always finds a way to, to, to make it deep in this tournament. Mm, yeah, yeah. So if, if it's North Carolina versus Duke, that'll be crazy because uh, North Carolina went to Duke for Coach K's final home game and put a whooping on them. And Coach K spoke to the... Uh, to the audience uh, right after the game and said he was embarrassed and this is not Duke basketball and so forth. So, I mean, this is the rematch. This would be the rematch and this would be the grudge match to get to that that championship game. Yeah, it would definitely be interesting to see if, if, if that's what happens. And I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. A, a 15 seed making it all the way to the Final Four? That, that, that's, that's nuts. I mean... There's never been a 15 seed to make it to the final eight. They're the first. I mean, if they beat North, if they beat North the, Carolina, the elite eight, the elite eight, if they beat North Carolina, I think uh, I, th- I still think Duke takes care of them. But I, I still I'll put some change on them if they beat North Carolina. I'll put some change on them. Yeah, I mean, roll with the underdog. I have because be, be, the bet, the value of the bet. That that that's what's appealing, One. you know. You, you bet a little money, you can win. You can win a lot of money. It's the same thing with boxing. If oh. you have you have a feeling on a certain fighter, you know, taking out somebody who's highly favored, you can win a lot of money putting in a little money. So, go ahead, go go crazy. <laughs> if St. Peter's, hey, if St. Peter's makes it there, why not? Yeah, I I totally agree with you. All right, story number two: the Portland. Pickles need your help. Yes, I said Portland Pickles need your help finding their stolen mascot, Dylan T. Pickle. <laughs> we don't relish telling you this, but it's kind of a big deal. I had to. I had to. <laughs> oh, dad jokes all day. The Portland Pickles baseball team says their beloved mascot, Dylan T. Pickle, has been stolen and they're seeking the public's help in bringing him home safe. It all started in the Dominican Republic where Dylan was making an appearance at the Caribbean Baseball Series. He was due to return to Oregon via New York City on January 31st. A week later, the team tweeted that out some jarring news. Alert message from the Delta showing that the bag he was traveling in had been lost somewhere in John F. Kennedy Airport. Um, Yeah, what do you think about this, man? Someone stole a whole mascot, brother. Uh, I mean, I, I think uh, the rise in thefts are up with catalytic converters and, and mascots <laughs> recently. I mean, mascot is right there next to catalytic converters. I, I, so I just I just put the uh, picture up there for you for you to see. Can you see it now? <laughs> it, it looks. It's oh, there it is. It looks like a big Dylan, old watermelon. Dylan pickles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that's insane. Like, who, who would steal that? I mean, we gotta bring we gotta bring Dylan home. If you guys have any information on this please contact the local authorities we got to figure this out yeah we'll keep you updated on this story and uh yeah this is kind of a big deal put on bump yeah all right story number three and this one had me laughing all week and i had to bring it up to the show a brazilian singer says she's no longer ashamed to let it rip after she was hospitalized with the case of trapped farts this is so up eddie's alley bro this is such eddie's humor and he's not here for this one so uh for iraq he he, he needs he needs to be here for this one and i'm pretty sure you'll bring it up next week because he loves fart jokes 
Oh, better, better, better out than in, for sure. Man, I can't imagine. Well, yeah, I can. I, I'll, I'll let him rip on stage. I don't care. <laughs> you let him rip on stage. You cropped us. If I have to. <laughs> There's no shame in my game. Oh my God, Vivian. I mean, it, oh, go ahead. It, it, it's a natural. It's a natural body function. It happens. Yeah. You gotta yeah. fart. Yeah, that's that's right. But that smell ain't natural. That that thing will. I mean, the worst out. is when the crowd's got to eat it. But <laughs> oh you got to do what you got to do. The show must go on, Z. Oh my God! At least it'll prepare you forward. Uh, Vivian De Queros, a perrea better known on, as her stage name by Polka, uh, made the admission in a recent Instagram story that she was treated for intestinal gas buildup. The 27-year-old told her 15.7 million followers. Jesus. Uh, she was too embarrassed to pass gas in front of her partner, so she held it in. Uh, she held her farts in for extended periods. Let it go. Yeah, let it go. Literally. Let it go. <laughs> yeah, just let it go. Uh, Poker claimed that she had watched TikTok videos and told that told her to ignore any discomfort caused by the gas. However, the pain become, became so severe that she died. She decided to seek medical attention. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, TikTok is great for a lot of shit. It's good for laughs. It's good for some instructional stuff, like common sense stuff that wasn't taught to you by your uh, parents or somebody that had common sense. But TikTok, do not go to TikTok for fucking medical medical advice. Absolutely not. Here's the other thing, Z. Wasn't this lady surrounded by a bunch of people? Couldn't she just say it wasn't me? Like, if she got embarrassed, someone's like, Did you fart? No, it wasn't me. Look how many people are up on this stage. Why would you single me out? I don't, I, I don't even fart. Yeah, she she is a drop-dead gorgeous. Um, she probably farts flowers. That That's how that's how gorgeous she is. Fart. Just <laughs> fart right now. <laughs> You'll feel better. Oh man, I can't believe I'm not gonna be upstage with you or down stage or left stage with you. I'm gonna stay uh, back of the audience when I go see you perform. Because if you're letting them rip, <laughs> I do not want to be in your vicinity, brother. Probably safest just stay in the crowd. <laughs> you hope you have a fog machine to cover that up, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't be in the front row. Yeah, just won't be in the front row. Don't get crop dusted. Ah. <laughs> uh. I feel bad. I, I really feel bad. Like, this is where we are as a society where you have to hold your farts in. Pretend like it's not something you don't do. I mean, you excuse yourself. Go to the washroom. It's very simple. Take the 15 steps and go to the washroom. Let it rip. Let it rip in there. Business meetings. Sometimes, sometimes it's more rude to leave the business meeting to fart. Instead of just fart right there in the business meeting. Let, let me tell you something. You fart in a business meeting with a closed room. You're gonna you're gonna end that meeting real quick, man. <laughs> I feel bad for the young lady. Hope she'll recover from this. Yeah, she'll be all right. She's got 15.7 million, yeah, followers, and she makes money just by talking about farts. <laughs> oh man! All right. I'm Big Z, and that's been news to me. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Hey. 
Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. This is Enrique Calderon coming to you from True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Come check me out on social media, Enrique Calderon Official, on Instagram and Facebook. Check us out. Y te lo dice, Enrique Calderon. Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. In for, in for E-Rock is a Mike Logic, baby. Yo, yo. <laughs> this is The Loop. Our Chicago Sports Roundup, where we keep you in the loop. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. See, what's going on with the Madhouse on Madison and the Chicago Blackhawks? They still playing uh, hockey? Still doing that hockey thing? <laughs> Apparently, they're still showing up. I don't know why. Some fans are also showing up. I don't know why. Maybe because the, ch- the tickets are super cheap and you got those diehards. The Chicago Blackhawks. I told you guys the trades were coming and they came fast and furious. They made some more moves with more nor- most notable one being the trading of their goalie. Um, uh, Mark andre Fleury. With about 16 games left, it's time to evaluate the young talent on the team, the talent they acquired, and the veterans. They, they might be able to land you some more draft picks and some more young guys that you or prospects that can put you over in the next four to five years. So I don't know if they're going to keep Taves and Kane, you know, the dynamic duel, but they are getting older and it might be time to trade them and start fresh as they've been doing to everything else um you don't want to have players stay too long and you want some assets in return and the blackhawks who have a black eye right now with everything that happened in the past year with the allegation uh the the whole lawsuit of the uh, hazing and so forth so yeah it's it's time to turn the page and have everything new from this point forward what do you think mike uh yeah um Whenever you have, you know, a black guy over the organization like that, you kind of have to just uh, turn the page and <laughs> hope for hope for a new and, and better day because um, that thing's ugly and that thing was looming and th- there's gonna have to be some some more turnover probably and hopefully the Blackhawks eventually get back to a, a culture that can be respected and and well liked, not just by Blackhawks fans, but just by hockey fans around around the world and, and just fans in general of sports. But uh, yeah, I don't really have that much to say about the Blackhawks. I haven't paid too much attention to them. And sadly, one of the only things I really heard about them were the allegations um, you know, of the hazing 
and and things of that nature. So yeah, the, and it's um, it, it's very sad because you're not a hockey fan, but then you hear about the negativity of of what they've been going through, and that leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Because like, why am I watch hockey if if that's the org- type of organization that they're running there? Why would I support that team? So that that's going to turn. Gonna yeah, turn you're not off, doing yourself any favors, right? It's going to turn away the the casual fan that would be like. You know, hey, you want to go to a hockey game? It's like, no, man, I don't want to support that kind of that kind of culture. So, I understand it. Um, I, again, I'm a, I'm a Chicago sports fan, so I support all my teams. But right now, the Blackhawks are in the backseat. Uh, I don't even wear my Blackhawks gear anymore, just because uh, I, I can't uh, I can't fathom that right now. And I feel you on that. And like I said, hopefully, they can turn the page and um, start building up a winning culture again, because the Blackhawks were the shit for a while. Yeah, they were. They were. All right, Mike. Put it, please. <laughs> All right, Mike. What's up with C Red Nation and the Chicago Bulls? It's kind of a tough week for the Bulls, wasn't it, Z? Um, oh they lost God. to the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Then they got spanked by the New Orleans Pelicans, who have been a heck of a lot better since they acquired CJ McCollum. Mm-hmm. And the Pelicans were just on fire. So. They were playing the Cavs on Saturday night. They needed a win because they also wanted to have that tiebreaker over the Cavs for playoff seeding. They did get the win, 98 to 94. It shouldn't have been as close as it was. They they only allowed 35 points at halftime to the Cavaliers. So it looked like the Bulls were going to run away with this, but any anytime you're playing a team in the NBA, you have got to keep your foot on pedal because these are professional basketball players. I don't care if they've only won 22 games. Cleveland Cavaliers have won 41 games and they tried to mount a comeback. They, they did mount a comeback. They just couldn't close it out. The Bulls were able to do what they had to do. Uh, Zach Levine scored 25 points for the Cavs. It was Darius Garland. I want to talk about Ayo DeSumo for a second though, because he was huge and instrumental in that win at the end of the game. Um, his defense, his propensity to play just in your in your face defense. Now he did make a he did make a small mistake. I believe it was on it was either Karis Levert or Garland who were shooting a three at the end of the game when when it was really close. Uh kind of got a little too handsy with with uh either I can't remember if it was Garland or Levert. Either way, he got a little too handsy, he got called for a foul. It was a three point. It, it could have been Easy three points. Uh, but rookie mistake. I can't fault the man. He plays extremely hard defense. I've liked what I've seen from Io. Um, Kobe White did not have a very strong game. He only got 20 minutes. Three uh, three shots at the basket. Vooch, Vooch didn't play bad. And I don't think Vooch has played bad this season. Like I I, I just don't think I think he's been underutilized, as we've we've spoken about. Uh Vooch finished with 16 points, nine rebounds, four assists. I think Vooch has been pretty steady. Like, I think that fans want to see him put up these gaudy numbers. But when you're playing with a duo like Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan, you don't have to put up these gaudy numbers. You just have to be consistent. I think Vooch has been consistent. Um, so, yeah, I I kind of I, I agree I like with what you. I've seen the season. Yeah, I agree with you. When you have DeMar DeRozan, who's coming to the team and, and taking over as the the number one. Um, and then Zach Levine as the number two, 
Vooch at this point moves down to moves the slot down to number three. And like you said, he just has to be consistent. You have to give me the 15, the 20 points a game and give me my 10 to 12 rebounds. Now he's he's consistent because he's been a double double machine for, for he, and he'll do it in spurts. Um, and but there is times where he's not showing up and he wants to hang out at the three point line. And it's like, dude, we need your your big body down down uh, by the rim to pick up some rebounds because we're a small team right now. And um, there shouldn't be guards who average more, who get more rebounds than you do. Caruso had eight rebounds. Vooch had nine. That's mm-hmm. that's not right. Now, uh, Caruso, he crashes the boards hard, though. I, I think uh, he's he's Caruso just has a nose for the ball, regardless whether he's he's defending somebody or he's trying to grab a defensive rebound. That's just that's just his game. He's not worried about offense. He'll take the offense as it comes. I think he put in like 10 points yep. yesterday. He'll take what he can get, but he's more concerned about making plays for other people and then playing hard-nosed defense and trying to make it as difficult as possible for the other team to, to get a basket. Like he takes pride in his defense. Um, I think it has been something that has carried over to the entire team. I think the way him and Lonzo have played defense this season, and even Io. I think the veterans see the way Io plays defense, and it makes them step up their level of play and intensity on the defensive end. But I think what we need to do now is look at the schedule going forward. Yes, sir. Because this is big. The Bulls, to my knowledge, they are 0-16 against top three teams. Mm-hmm. I would feel a whole lot better, Z, if we had gotten a couple wins. If we've gotten five or six wins against these top three teams in the East. Because that just lets you know. They're going to be a playoff team. Could be the first round, could be the second round, but that's it. I mean, right now, what it looks like, because they are the fifth seed as of Sunday. If the playoffs started today, they're playing the Bucks, And there's no way they win a series against the Bucks. And then Boston's in third right now boston's in third right now i think they're tied but i think celtics have the uh tiebreaker man so it, for me it doesn't matter who the bulls play in that fourth seed whether it's boston or milwaukee i don't think they are coming out with a w in that in that uh playoff round so looking forward on monday the 28th they play new york the new york knicks and you can look at New York's record and you can see how they were a disappointment this season. But if you don't think you have to come ready to play against Tom Thibodeau's team, you are going to be sadly mistaken because they're going to get up for this game. I promise you. It is not going to be a blowout for the Bulls. This is going to be a tough win. Another tough win that they can have, that they can get on Tuesday. So they have back-to-backs. They play the Wizards. That's another tough team, especially with... The acquisition of Kristaps Porzingis. He's been a nice fit for the Wizards. And then they play uh, the Clippers. Clippers are going to be another tough team. This schedule, along with the Bucks schedule, is the toughest in the East. This is wild because the Knicks, like you said, it's not one of those games you overlook. You're going to see tough defense. And, you know, the thing is that their offense is sporadic. So I still think, like you said, the Knicks come up for this game. Uh, you have also the resurgent of the Wizards after the trade. They've been playing actually pretty good ball. Uh, unfortunately, they're mm-hmm. like the 11th seed. Then you got the Clippers, who are a mosh posh of, I don't know what the hell's going on with the they're Clippers. Talented. 
They're very they're ta- the Clippers, the Clippers they're are just, always talented. They're they're missing their stars. So um then you got Miami. Yep. I would really like to see the Bulls beat Miami. That's if Jimmy Butler plays. I, I, with or without Jimmy, I think the Bulls can beat Miami. Not in a series, but I think they can get a win. Mm-hmm. They can get a top three. And then they play the Bucks. The day after, uh, a couple days after Miami, they play the Bucks on the fourth. Or, excuse me, on the fifth. Yep. And then they have a back-to-back with Boston. Yep. This is murderer's row. And then they play Charlotte on the eighth, and they finish with a to-be-determined time against the Minnesota Timberwolves on the tenth. So that is, and, and the Timberwolves. Timberwolves are tough too. Anthony Edwards is a stud. Cat mm-hmm. has raised his level of play. Cat so is definitely one of the better players in the league. Right. So you have eight games. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, eight games left. Uh, what do you think they go? They, do they go above five hundred or below five hundred on this? Oof. Um, I'm gonna say below five hundred, Z, because just looking at how they how they do against uh, top three teams, mm-hmm. but they got to play some of those. They got to play Miami, Milwaukee, and Boston back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Which one of those are they gonna beat? No. If, if if you had to guess. Probably say Boston, right? Yep. Um, Charlotte, Charlotte's gonna play them tough. It could go either way. Uh, I say the Bulls get get a win there. Minnesota is the one where I think Minnesota is is going to beat the Bulls. I, I just have a feeling Minnesota's been playing. They've been playing well. It it, it might not have. Uh, I haven't looked at their record. I I just know that they've been playing well. Anthony Edwards, like I said, he's one of my favorite young players. D'Angelo Russell's still a stud. Um, and then obviously we talked about Cat. So I'm going to say they go right below 500. I'm going to go exactly at 500. They'll go four and four. I do see them beating the Hornets because that's not their, their type of game of up and down with no defense. That's the, uh, the Celtics would be a kind of a even matchup as, as they've shown all year that they've been in the four or five slots bump, bouncing back and forth. They don't beat the Timberwolves because it's a big team. They don't beat the Bucks, another big team that has inside and outside presence. Uh, the Heat and is, haven't beat them in God knows how long. Right? How, how many? How many appearances? Mm-hmm. And then you got. I think the Heat and the Clippers are winnable games. Um, I don't see them beating the Heat. I do see them um, beating the Knicks and the Wizards. Again, I, I, I have four wins. My wins are going to be the Knicks, the Wizards. Uh, the Hornets and the Celtics, and then they're losing the other four. Yeah, so the way I looked at the schedule is they could win their first three, uh, New York, Washington, L.A., they could win those three. Then they could lose those next three, Miami, Milwaukee, Boston, and then Charlotte, my, uh, Minnesota, toss-ups go either way. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, the Minnesota could be a toss-up because they, they might rest players because they're in the playoffs or so forth, and they might, might not need the game. So that's that's always a toss-up when it's the last game of the season. Uh, but the big question right now, the big uh, cloud that's hanging over the Bulls is what is going on with Lonzo Ball and his knee? It's just it, it's not right for whatever reason. Um, you know they're they're not going to tell us much. He had a setback. He hasn't been he hasn't been cleared for practice yet. I don't even know if he's been cleared for running. I think uh, I think they're gonna wait a. Little. He he honestly might not 
he might not play for the rest of the season. And they, they might they, they might not be coming out to say it right away, but I, that's the reality. Hopefully he gets healthy for the first round of the playoffs. That'd be great. He's got some time still. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah, we've got about two weeks before the playoffs start. Um, he was. I don't have a good feeling. I don't have a good feeling about his knee. No, 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 no. Do why he he was clear for the light running, and then he had that setback. Um, I guess some fluid built to have built up in the knee, so they just shut him down. Yeah. Um, and that's that's a normal thing to happen with the knee. The knees are very fickle, as all uh, us old guys know. Um, they can they can swell up at a heart a heartbeat uh, notice. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see him coming back for the playoffs. Um, I know I what I feel also is that Demar's playing hurt, um, and it's showing in his scoring. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, because he, he's down. Uh, he's down what? He's down ten points. Yeah, he is last down. Month. Yep, he's been down ten points. He does not look aggressive. He looks sluggish. He looks like he doesn't. I, like, I think that could also be like the war of attrition, and they're just they're just tired at this point. There's yeah. another reason why I think 82 games is too long. Because the level of play starts to slip, and and uh, for me, it, you got to do it like the the MLB does is is extend the roster. I mean, you're only allowed what 15 guys on the roster. Add right. another three. Add another three spots, and 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 have your uh, your affiliate be able to, like in baseball, call up and, and bring down players, and again have your minor leagues and develop your minor leagues and develop your 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 uh, minor league team, so that way you have some talent that you can bring up. Um, I, they don't have that right now. That, that's not what the uh, NBA is doing. And they'll have it at some point. But I still think you need to add three more roster spots because there's a lot of talent out there in, in the, uh, in the uh, what is that called? The uh, minor league uh, NBA? The G League. Oh, the G League. Yeah, they changed the name to the G League. Yeah, though. the G League. Yeah, so there's there's some talent out there. And there's a couple guys. That, uh, didn't uh, this guy get just get signed to, uh, was it Charlotte? Um the point guard he's the problem is the problem is it's five on five though yeah so you're trying to take you're you're trying to make up for a 25 26 point per game score out of g league players and bench players and it's not really possible no that's it's the difference and especially with baseball because you have series you know you you have multiple games you're playing against a team so it's expected that you're not going to have to face their best players every single well you're definitely not going to have to face their best pitcher every single game uh a lot of the rotational players will will, will see time uh the stars pretty much play the whole series though yeah well what i mean by that is like your alex caruso who came up through the g league you know your isaiah thomas who just got signed to to charlotte with a 10-day contract and then he's been doing well this week i haven't kept up Besides, they signed them for the rest of the season, I think. Right, right. So there is talent that that can be had, and and also maybe even like maybe like in soccer where you have an affiliate overseas. You know, you like I know the Bulls have, uh, you know, they they've been pretty active overseas. So is San Antonio and, and and Toronto. So what you're saying is you want to see more Matt Thomas out there? Who? <laughs> no, I do not want to see Matt Thomas. Anybody? That's what, that's where we're headed. You you think the drop off is that big? Absolutely. You're, you're talking about one of the, the top 15 players in the league and trying to make up for his production with bench players. It's just not possible. It's a huge drop off. I'm going to have to agree with you with, with the with the I, 
the amount of talent that's out there, I still, I still think there's talent to be discovered because uh, it's a worldwide sport, just like soccer is. I just, uh, I, I'm not trying to replace Demar Derozan with three role players. I'm trying to uh, spell the 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 guys that that need that that time. You know that I don't want to see yeah. Matt Thomas. I want to see someone better than Matt Thomas. And I do, I, I, I can assure you that somebody in the G League that's better than Matt Thomas. I would agree with you. He's out there. <laughs> He's out. Find him. <laughs> All right, let's transition over to the baseball side of this. The Chicago Cubs. The Chicago Cubs made a transaction this week. The Tampa Bay Rays acquired outfield Harold Ram- Ramirez in a trade with the Chicago Cubs out this past Friday. Ramirez batted 268 with seven homers, 41 RBIs, and 99 games with Cleveland last season. He was acquired by the Cubs for cash in November, so they quickly flipped him. Chicago got a minor league infielder Esteban Quiroz in the deal with Tampa Bay. The 30-year-old Quiroz hit 268, 12 homers, and 48 RBIs in 68 games with AAA Durham last year. A native of Cartagena, Colombia, Ramirez is 27 with a uh, 271. He's a 271 hitter over parts of three seasons with Miami and Cleveland. He ranked sixth among NL rookies with 116 for the Marlins in 2019. The Cubs are patching left and right. Um, I, I this is not the year that they're going to be competitive. This is a the year they're putting they're putting their plans, the building blocks for the next couple of years to be competitive. Again, they they signed Suzuki. Obviously, Suzuki is not going to be the savior for this year. He's going to be the focal point going forward. We don't know what's but going. Him and Stroh are the big splashes. I'm sorry. Him and Strowman are the big splashes. Oh yeah, of course they are. Of course they are. And, and we again. I, I, they had the arbitration issue with with Contreras, and 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 now they uh, they don't know what's going to happen with Contreras if they if he's going to resign. And um, to be honest with you, the, the time to, to trade Contreras would be right now, so that way he can be acclimated with a new pitching staff, and that way it works on both sides. But if you don't, yeah. that's going to be it's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. I mean, uh, I, think, I think they move him. I think they move him. I mean. Uh, I don't want to see I don't him go. They're looking at, I don't think they're looking at this as a season where they're going to make, where they think they have a chance to make the playoffs. I, I think that they know that this is just a rebuilding season. It's like, why hold on to this guy? Let him get, get what you can for him. Move him on. Let, let him get on with his career. He he's, he's done his time here. Got us a World Series. Thank you, Wilson Contreras. You will be missed. Agreed, agreed. Let's switch over to the south side of town. The Chicago White Sox designated the the Yerminator, Yermin Mercedes. He will, uh, yeah, he will start uh, the season uh, in, on the IL uh, because of a left hand injury. A CT scan on Friday showed that uh, he has a, a hairline fracture in his hand. The team said he would have to have surgery, and the projected time is six to eight weeks. This, this I saw is- that. I was going to send you a message. Make sure you're okay. <laughs> no, but I figured you were already seen the news, so I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm on top of White Sox news. And the thing is, it here, here's my issue with that is that he is on the roster is designated as the backup catcher. And uh, right now we don't have a, a designated backup catcher. We, there's a couple of minor leaguers up and down that we can plug in there, but nobody that is major league ready. And, uh, uh, you know, Yermi was, was slated to be kind of in that DH role and spell uh, 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 Yaz here and there. But I don't I've never seen him play catcher, so I can't say what his skills are as, as a catcher. And I really don't think well, he's going to be missed. So apparently 
he has matured and uh, has been turning stuff around. He hasn't been acting like a big baby in the locker room um, for the past six weeks, and he's been working out. So I don't know what's going to happen with this kid. Best of luck for to the Yerminator. That's right. Best of luck. All right, fans. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Don't go anywhere. This is the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. We all know that 2020 was no joke. And with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded Hacia's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out acsi.tech and click on careers to get started. That's acsi.tech and click on careers. Hey, this is Mikey O and you're listening to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Don't forget to visit Mikey O at Mikey O Show or www.mikeyoshow.com. Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. In for E-Rock is Mike Logic. Yo. <laughs> this is the bottom line. And that's the bottom line. In this segment, we discuss the biggest Chicago sports topic of the week. And this week, it's all about Chicago's teams and their inability to win consistently. So, Mike Logic, I'm going to give you all five teams, the Bears, the Bulls, the Cubs, the Sox, and the Blackhawks. Which one is the biggest disappointment or the one that has the most inability to win consistently? Uh, The White Sox, Z. It's oh, got to be the White Sox. Shots fired. <laughs> it's the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks are, are the dumpster team right now. They... The, no one's no one's even talking about the Blackhawks. I couldn't name you like four or five players, and I pay enough attention to sportsy to where I can name players on other teams that I don't pay attention to. I can't name you five players on this four or five players on this squad. It has to be the Blackhawks. Yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, all right, so I want to say if you look at it right now, who is in recent? In recent time, which one has the most inability to win consistently or the biggest disappointment, however you want to put it, it is number one. It's got to be the Blackhawks. Yes, they really dropped the ball with their black eye. They dropped uh, 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 the ball by keeping a couple of those players beyond their years. Um, the way they're trading everybody away right now, new GM, all that stuff is going on. So right now, yeah, they are the dumpster fire. But who would be and your... We, 
I'm sorry. We know it's not the sacks. We know it's not the sacks, even though I joke. No, it's not. Sacks were, were a playoff squad last year. Yep. Okay. We know it's not the Bulls. Bulls are going to be a playoff squad. Mm-hmm. The Cubs are in a re- rebuilding mode. We saw the writing on the wall. Yep. That leaves the Blackhawks. <laughs> well, but who would be who would be your number two though? Who'll be right behind the Blackhawks? Is it the Bears the or the Cubs? It would be it would be the Cubs. I, I, I think the Bears are a team that's on the rise, especially when you think that you drafted your franchise quarterback. You're hopefully about to see him take steps further to proving that being correct. A lot of turnover in the front office. You got a new GM. You got a new head coach. You got a new coaching staff. Bunch of new players. Gotten rid of Khalil Mack. You got some picks out of it. Uh, Ryan Poles continues to clean house. If he, if he doesn't think you're worth being on this roster, you're gone. Um, so, yeah, I'd say I'd say it, it would be the Cubs next. I think the Bears are on the rise, not not so much the Cubs. So, it's funny you say the Cubs, but they are the one, the last one to win a championship. Am I correct? I mean, they won in 2016, and none of us have. I mean, the Blackhawks won it the year before, I believe, in 2015. Uh, Sox haven't won a championship since 05. Bulls since 98. Bears since God knows when 1985. So, if you look at I might a championship, have understood the question. Then I might have no, misunderstood no, the question. No, we're talking. We're talking about recency, but I'm talking about like you know they haven't okay. won championships in a while. But then you look at the playoffs. Well, then it's the Bears. Then yeah, I mean if it's if you're looking at yeah, go ahead. I want to say the Bears haven't won a Super Bowl since 1985, Mm -hmm. and every other team has won lately. The Bulls won a championship '98, Sox won in '05, Cubs '2016, Blackhawks have won multiple. I don't remember years. Yeah, 11, 13, 15, or something like that. Yeah, Uh, I mean yeah. If you look at championships, the the Blackhawks and the Bulls are the ones who have the most championships. But the most what I would. Pretty much what I wanted to phrase when I thought of this question is, which team is consistently in the running for playoffs and, and, and keeps you excited? You know, not the ones and duns. And and if you look at the Bears, they've been in, you know, in two Super Bowls in our lifetime, uh, a couple playoffs appearances. The Bulls are our beloved Bulls, you know, the Michael Jordan era. And then you had yeah. the Derrick Rose era. So we had that. That's that's a good era. So I'm going to take the Bulls out of that because that's. They've been doing well, and they're on the rise now with a new GM and a new team. Uh, the Cubs and the Sox. The Cubs, you have uh, the 2016 Cubs. All those guys were lovable and relatable, and they all came mm-hmm. up with their organization through through the draft, and some were, were traded in, but they, they were still part of that whole thing. But they, they, they remind me of the Bears so much, where they had so much talent, and they only produced one championship. Yeah, um... The plan was sustained success, and that didn't come to fruition. Theo's gone. The mastermind behind it, he's gone. Uh, he's still got Jed, but it just it, it didn't turn out the way that they thought it was. They thought they were going to get multiple wins out of that team. It just shows you how hard it is to, to, to produce a winner, somebody who is consistently winning. That's why you have to tip your hat. You, you don't have to like them. You don't have to love them. You don't have to watch them, but you have to respect them. What New Eng- the New England Patriots have done, even the f- even this season, even this season with uh, Mac Jones, you have you have to respect an organization like that. 
And uh, in the NBA, it was the Spurs for a bunch of seasons that were consistently winning. Consistently in the playoffs, consistently in the hunt. Uh, shout out, shout out Coach Pop for being the all-time winningest coach in NBA history as far, right. as, as far as wins, not championship wins. Um, it, it is really hard to sustain success. Someone is always looking to knock you off. I, I totally agree with you. And then, and, and, you know, not, not to mention my socks again, but the socks caught lightning in a bottle the way they had that correct, uh, they had the best chemistry and they they just went through an 05 from, from wire to wire and then couldn't reproduce that the next year or the year after that or even in 08 with the blackout game and all that stuff. So they also are one of the organizations that, you know, had kind of the one and done and then haven't had a playoff appearance for over 10 years and then they're finally back. So the Sox are looking up. They're in their window. Yeah, they're, they're in their window. They're in the window, and I think last year was the window to win it. And unfortunately, they ran out of gas towards the end. This year, everyone got stacked. So much free agents went to, to to great contenders, and you got like Castellanos and Schwarber went over to the Philadelphia with uh, um, uh, what's this, this pretty boy's name? Um, uh, Jesus, Chris Bryant's boy. Uh, why can't I think of his Bryce, name? Bryce Harper. Yeah, Bryce Harper, that boy. Yeah, so I mean, they got a stacked outfield. They got I was gonna some- say Bryce Drew. I'm like thinking of <laughs> NCAA. <laughs> yeah, you got that. And what I'm saying, the, the MLB got, and then literally Boston and 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 the Dodgers have a all star infield. Literally, all five of those guys can can start out, you know, on on an all star team. So it's gonna be a tough season. Uh, yeah, Correa, you know, uh, uh, East boy got he thought he was going to the cubs and he went to minnesota and that's gonna you know bite us in the ass because minnesota is gonna get better um and then detroit is a young team that has great pitching um they they picked up hobby and they're they're not gonna be the dumpster fire that they've always been you know they're not the lions the, the tigers are actually gonna be a competitive team that it's gonna show up for the series so i, I it's, it's hard to tell which one is the most inconsistent team but like you said you want your organization to be modeled after the Patriots, who've been winning for 20 years. You want the the, the San Antonio formula where you have the consistency of, of pop and that the system, it doesn't matter what players are in, the system is what wins. This is a very good multi-layered question, Z. You can frame it a lot of different ways and come up with a lot of different answers. So my hat's off to you on this one. Oh, thanks, brother. And that's the bottom line. And that's the bottom line. All right, fans, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. We all know that 2020 was no joke. And with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. 
Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out acsi.tech and click on careers to get started. That's acsi.tech and click on careers. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. In for E-Rock is Mike Logic, baby. Oh, yeah. Yo, yeah. All right, Mike. It's that time again, brother. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. You know what time it is. It's time for Stirring the Pot. Stir it up. All right, brother. I didn't post it in the outline because I didn't want you to have an advanced copy of what I'm going to ask you. So here is my question today. Today, there's a new product that came out by the company called Pepsi. And what they're doing is they're coming up with new formulas for you to drink, brother. So my question to you is... Would you drink this combination? It's a collaboration. Would you drink a Pepsi and IHOP maple syrup cola? Pepsi and IHOP? First of all, I don't like Pepsi, so strike one. And I think I, IHOP is is trash. <laughs> strike two. They're and never- then... Uh, <laughs> Then maple syrup. Now I know pop is made out of syrup. Yeah. But maple syrup, I sounds like a uh it sounds like you could pour this pop over pancakes. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's a gay or nay? It's a nay. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. No. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump, no. I'm gonna jump on with you with the hell no. There's no way I want to combine maple syrup with Pepsi. I don't even like Pepsi as it is because it's way too sweet. I'm a Coca-Cola person. That's what I'm saying, Z. But they're not paying us, so I didn't want to big up Coke too much. That, that's okay. I mean, IHOP is never gonna be our sponsor anyway, so you can trash them all you want. I will. I'll continue to trash <laughs> IHOP. I think their their food is terrible. Uh, yeah. I'd rather go to fucking Denny's. Oh, Denny's is all day. All you know that two, two, two. Was it two for two or the tutti frutti, fresh and fruity? Uh, I'll do the pigs in the blanket all day. <laughs> Answers hell no. Everybody out there is saying hell no right now. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no way. I don't know. I, there's no way. Who drinks that kind of shit? I mean, there's no way I would want to drink that. Gross. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. Uh, Z, what's up? You been watching any TV? Yeah, you know what? I had this. I had a lot Look of. At. <laughs> I had a lot of time this week, so um, I actually uh, watched Halloween Kills. Um, don't watch that, and that's all I'm gonna say about it. It's a waste of time. Yeah, it's okay. It is. I, I it, it's whatever. It, I guess it's because I found moments to be very funny. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I guess maybe because I forgot a lot of the details of the original story. That it's like, oh, uh, whatever. Um, the trick or treating, obviously, is part of Halloween and all that. But uh, I mean, there was some continuity in the story, as I can say that. But it wasn't something that's like, oh my god, it's good. Jason seems like he's like, uh, excuse me, Michael. Yeah. Either way, Jason yeah. or Michael, they seem like they're seventy years old, but they always find a way to catch you. They always find a way to catch up. I I, I don't get it. So it's like, what are you expecting when you watch these type of movies? Yeah, you're not you're not looking for realism at all. No. I, I, it's I, like watching a Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> He's a badass. What do you expect? What are you expecting? 
<laughs> oh man yeah so put that to the side if you want to watch if you're a fan of that go ahead and watch it it's it's an okay movie it's nothing i just watched it because it was the first thing that came up on my hulu or whatever it was on another thing that i did watch and it's this is actually a really good series um it is on um peacock because wwe stuff library is now on peacock and they produced a great series i think there's like seven episodes it's called wwe villains so they go and it's about 45 minutes to an hour they spend um each episode on a different character or different villain in wwe and it could be from roman reigns to triple h to stephanie mcmahon to all these uh, uh villains or or uh bad guys and they go through uh the beginning the middle and the end so it's a really good series well produced um it kind of feels like something that was like on e2 hollywood story kind of um, um atmosphere so it looks like a good documentary um is this something you'll watch mike yeah sure i like i like watching behind beyond the uh beyond the mat what's the beyond the mat beyond the mat yeah i like i like watching documentaries like that i always I always find something from there that I can that I can take that I didn't know before. I like I like documentaries in general. Documentaries are always kind of uh, eye opening to me for the most part. Mm-hmm. If they're done if they're done well, so yeah. If it's a documentary, chances are I'll watch it. Sure. Awesome. And lastly, my last show that I caught this week is called Ptolemy Gray, and this is starting Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson is an elder man and uh, looks like a, in the Atlanta area. And he is suffering from like dementia and Alzheimer's, and um, he is offered the opportunity to uh, regain his memory by taking this shot, and it's a series of shots. And uh, he starts remembering everything from childhood up to now, so he has his full spectrum of memory. Um, and I want to know where he can get this shot because I forget what I did last week. And uh, people tell me stories of stuff I did five years ago. I don't remember none of that. So sign me up for that shot. I'm sure there's a catch to that shot, though. I'm yeah. Sure when I start watching the show, and I, and I dive into the show, I'll, I'll find out because there's always a catch. To yeah, you'll find that on Apple. It's a it's a weekly show. It's an episodic show that comes out every Friday. So I'm uh, excited to see that every Friday when I get home from work. All right, man. What are you What are you watching up, Mike? Um, I'm only like 20 years late, probably, but I started watching The Wire. Oh boy. <laughs> fantastic show great writing amazing it is definitely a top 10 type of show all time i just slept on it for a very very long time finally getting into it i'm in season two if you have never watched the wire take it from me check it out yeah it's got an all-star cast with uh, michael kenneth idris alba michael b jordan it, it's got an all-star cast um you'll see a lot of people that have been that moved on to other big shows on there i've watched i think uh a season season and a half i just stopped watching it just because i stopped having hbo for a while but that's probably something i'll jump back into and uh i'll, I'll catch up with you yeah it's a it's a, it's a great show I, i'm really enjoying it anything else you're watching that's not sports uh that's pretty much it you, you gave me a couple names that I could start watching. Definitely that Samuel L. Jackson show I'll, I'll get into. Uh, oh, I've been watching uh, Winning Time, uh, the show about the Lakers. Yeah, of course. In the 80s. Of course you are. Of course. You, you know I'm watching that. Yeah, so if you guys aren't watching that yet, get on that right now. Catch up. I think uh, episode four comes out t- uh, tonight. It will be tonight, which is Sunday. Right. So uh, 
I mean, John C. Riley's gonna win a he's gonna win an award for his uh his portrayal of Dr. Jerry Buss. He's, right. he's a fantastic fantastic actor. All right, so did you know that was supposed to go to Will Ferrell? Yes, I did. Oh, look at you. And okay. now now they're no longer talking because Will Ferrell wanted that part so much. Yeah, so the writer or producer, or whatever, he was friends with Adam all McKay. three. Yeah, he's friends with all three of them. And they sure. him yeah. and Will had a falling out. Uh, and then he never he didn't tell Will that they they uh, put John C. Riley. So now they all three of them have beef. And John C. Riley's like, wow, I'm- they made the right call. Oh yeah, John C. Riley. Oh, Will yeah. Ferrell could not do that. No, he's just it, not. He's not built like John C. Riley. No, it, it's it'd be a different a portrayal, and it would not be as good. Um, yeah. Speaking of Will Ferrell, did you watch that last uh, uh, series on Apple? Uh, the uh, the the shrink thing where well, he was he was going to a shrink and so forth. No, I didn't. I did not catch that. I know what you're talking about. I did not catch. That. Yeah, that was a pretty good show. It, it. I think the first five six episodes are really good, and then it kind of dies down. And then I find out that it's an actual true true story. So that's the only thing that kept me going. That that I found out it was a true story. All right then, I think that'll be it for today, brother. Yeah, that's gonna do it. I got I got some things I gotta go do. There you go. Gotta go handle. And then watch some uh, NCAA basketball later, maybe. There we go. All right, y'all. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and ACSI, Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCF podcast t-shirt. They are excellent. Check them out. Search for a keyword, True Chicago Use our promo code TRUEFAN15 and check out for 15% off your entire order. That's TRUEFAN15. Get your shirts now. And don't forget to visit our guy Danny and friends at ACSI.tech and check out their career section to start a new exciting career in the communications industry. Go to ACSI.tech. That's ACSI.tech. And click on careers to apply today and get your 2022 started off right. Do not forget... Enrique Calderon's new single coming out now and check him out on YouTube on all streaming platforms and uh, you know what we do on Shine Native Radio every Tuesday you can check us out live or you can check out the podcast which is on Spotify and Anchor.fm it's myself Ideal Throne C we talk sports movies and all types of ill-ish check us out and I got an album out if you would like to check that out as well. It's called As I Was Saying. MikeLogic.bandcamp.com. Much love to y'all. Much love to Z. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Mike. I, I, I Again, I got the CD. It's in the actual CD player in my truck, and it's always on there. So I listen to it at least once a day. Love it. Thank I appreciate you. it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Also, check out the video on YouTube. It's awesome, guys. It's one of the one of my favorite videos uh, that I uh, keep on my uh, playlist. So check him out on YouTube. Shout out to Ronash Panic and Serious Beats, along with Custom Made for the beats we are playing today on today's show. Check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for your moment merch and gear. <laughs> Check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. You'll see E-Rock doing a whole bunch of dances on there. Find us on Facebook, IG, Spotify, and reach out to us on our email. We want to hear from you. Reach out to us at true chicago sports fans at gmail.com be happy to hear what you guys have to say we love hearing from the fans all right z uh i think that's gonna do it yes, i sir. am mike logic much love to everybody light love and peace 
as my lady throne c would say we will see you next week for episode 90 until then be good to each other for the love of sports thanks for filling in sir oh no problem a few moments later you have a lot of incest that's real shut your mouth lover boy nature versus nurture lodge nature always wins i think he's on steroids hasta luego amigos that's all for... oh i shouldn't have had those artichoke poppers